do the holy letters of the Rebbe. There we're doing in volume four, and we're up to letter nine eleven. Tough, tough, kufiud aleph. This is dated on the fifth day of Adar Aleph, Tavshinam Brooklyn, and the Rebbe is addressing this to the Ishrei Lekim, etc., who's occupied in uh, in community affairs, and uh, the Rebbe addresses Moshe Sheyichia Hakoyin Sheyevitz. Peace and blessing. The Rebbe said, I received your pidyon nefesh, the pan, the uh, note that you sent for yourself, you sent for your wife, may she live, what you sent for another person, the Rebbe says, and also for your family, may they live. And I had read them on the day of the Yorzai, the Yomilula, of my father-in-law, uh, the Rebbe on the Tzion, which is another, talking about the day of the Yorzai today. Uh, you're talking about my father's all past blessed memories, your side. So the Rebbe is talking about here about the your side, of course, talking about the Friedrich Rebbe, the previous Rebbe. And the Rebbe says for sure that he is continuing to arouse and also in the future will arouse great mercy on all those who are connected to him in general and on your. Um, Particularly about your wife. Apparently, he was right, right, writing about his wife and about maybe about health issues or whatever it is, uh, because they needed a special blessing. I guess that he was writing. May they all live in good, especially for all that they need, and may Hashem fulfill the blessings of the tzaddik, which is the previous rabbi. The rabbi is referring to fully, because tzaddikim are greater even during their passing, then their time there in our life. And may you be able to let me know good, the, the oh, it's clearly now, of the bettering of her health, mm-hmm. as mentioned before. And also, please advise me, what is the level of this other fellow? They don't have the name here. What is his standing in Judaism and in keeping the mitzvahs? So the Rebbe says like this, it's also very appropriate over here. The Rebbe quotes a saying from the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov says that sometimes a soul descends for 70, 80 years, as it's uh, the language used in uh, the uh, soul, uh, uh, um, 70, 80 years in order to do a favor for one man or one woman of the Bnei Yisrael, the Jewish people, either physically or spiritually. So the soul goes down, the Basem says, in this world for 70, 80 years, only that it can do a favor for a Jewish man or a Jewish, Jewish woman, either physically or spiritually. But of course, the Rebbe said, it's obvious, you shouldn't be satisfied by doing a favor just once or twice. But as our sages tell us, even 100 times, quoting, quoting from the Marachulim, and the Rebbe says, uh, I don't know, it comes in like in the middle, there's no following over here. He says, if you are helping the other person in his health or in his livelihood, Certainly, oh, um, so it means to help the person physically or spiritually, to help them with their health and with their sustenance, uh, 
And certainly, no, so the Rebbe is basically saying, if you are helping them out, you know, physically, and with their supporting them, so certainly you're also going to interest yourself what is their spiritual standing, and you help them as well to as much as possible. As the language of the Pasuk in this week, Vinosa Aren, Aren will carry as Mishpat B'nai Yisrael Aliba Lifnei Hashem Tomid will always carry the judge, the, 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 the law of the B'nai Yisrael on his heart before Hashem. Um, and the Rebbe says the acts of the fathers are signed for the children, which means what Aaron does, he always carries their sins. Carry in this context means forgives and he for helps them and he carries them in a way that he helps them out. But I find it also interesting that the Rebbe references here the act of the fathers is a sign for the children, which means that the children need to go follow in their father's first footsteps with blessing and with regards to the entire group, uh, which you know, which I find also uh, as a um, special uh, sort of uh, instruction to uh, try to follow your father's thoughts, uh, footsteps, because of uh, what is your site today is like I said Zion Oders is your site. Um, and this was actually what he did. He helped people both physically and also spiritually. He never forgot uh, also helping them physically. And um, I specifically remember, just to mention, because it's today is your site, I remember the, there were elderly people, so um, a lot of times um, they were kind of bored or they didn't have, the elderly people didn't have what to do. Um, sometimes, you know, people live in... Uh, assisted living or in the kind of houses there's like various different activities but over there when people live in like in private homes uh, it's kind of and you know the family goes to work I mean the younger people or whatever they they're kind of lonely so the Rebbe established one of the things the Rebbe established was was called the Kola Levi Yitzchak which after his name after his father the Rebbe named it after his father and that was a place where elderly people would get together they would study and they would uh, drink some coffee, they would, you know, it gave him a place to, gave him, gave, gave him a place to be, it was, and it was very, very, and my, my father was instrumental actually on his tombstone, uh, Sunday we'll stop by there for a minute when we go to visit, we'll stop by his tombstone, one of the things that it says there is that he was one of the founders of this Kodal Levi Yitzchak, he was there, he was very instrumental, and he was very active over there in that particular... Because they feel uh, purposeful, so many people in the nursing home that I work with, uh, you know, I, what am I here for anymore? I have nothing to contribute, basically, they feel, and they feel nothing else. So this is very, very big mitzvah. So it, it actually uh, did, um, you know, wonders for the elderly people in the community. But, you know, as we spoke before, there were some of the people at their older age, they would go to the shul, they would study, but they go to this kolel, they call the kolel of Yitzhak, but they were, their minds not always were fully, some of them, their minds weren't fully. And there were some people, some of them, one particular person that I came to my attention, that he would go from this from the shore, but he could sometimes end up in somebody else's house. He's going to sometimes get lost and not and not know. And it was amazing. It was cold. It was hot sometimes in the garden. And my father, in his condition, even as an elderly person, would make sure to walk him to deliver him and deposit him home to make sure that he gets to his house and he'd go out, you know, help out. And that was just that he did. And I, and as I mentioned. And other times also, like in the shul itself, 
So there were people that were elderly, even older than him, or maybe in a worse shape than he was. So like he would always make sure to give them a chance to tell of their history, tell what they know, just to make them feel that they have some value, yes. that somebody's interested yes. in their lives, you know. And guess what? It doesn't take long. You know, when I'm sometimes sitting at my own table with all my kids, they're, I'm sitting at the head of the table, yes, but they're having the conversation amongst themselves as if I don't exist. <laughs> so you get to start feeling that, you know what, you're basically, you know, you're, you're out of touch, you know, with, you know, and uh, if I ever make once in a while, you know, a comment like on the WhatsApp, I get no, I get no response, you know what I mean, whatever you said. <laughs> you know, the kids between themselves, you know, they're... <laughs> You've raised them to be very independent. Yeah, right, no, but, so, no, but you, get, you start getting a taste of what it means that you're starting to lose your value, you know. <laughs> you know, you're, 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 they're interested in other things, you know. They have other, other things that interest them. It becomes the, as they like to call the generation. No, I'm not complaining, Baruch Hashem, you know what I'm saying? It's, but you can understand. They live their own lives. Yeah, they live their own lives. They don't necessarily have time. Life is such, you know, in the old time, the shtetl, the families lived together, and they were all like one big happy family, like in a kibbutz or something. They would live like all together. But today, everybody's busy, and everybody's trying to make it, and you need both people working to make ends meet, and you have to, uh, rushing, 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 and you got to meet the deadlines, and you got to, it's just a very, uh, very hectic life, and doesn't always uh, remain, you know, especially in our community, too, uh, where the children have lots of children, your own kids have a lot, so I guess in the natural, if people have like you know one or two children, so by the time their parents get old, they really their children are old already. They can take care of them with their parents, but now they're having children, so they're so busy. Everybody's busy with their own families, with their own children. <laughs> so what we're doing yeah. at night, Dev is really doing is she's uh, they're text, she's texting back and forth. Uh, to our grandchildren, kids. Oh, you know, saying good night. Yeah. Saying good night. At my table. This is Altenem Shonor. You know, talking to Chaim about 